I'm not civilized I'm at all. Not. I've never been civilized before in my whole life. Damn. Are you Harley? Kiki, you want to be my got, hyena? You've got her color scheme going. You haven't you haven't you haven't dual <laughs> no, dyed your hair, but no. you have like a blue puff no. on your purple hair. So what? <laughs> so what? Did you do that on purpose? I don't, you, no. Were you wearing that before? No, I just wanted to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> and you you put the right color in. <laughs> yeah, coincidental. I only have yeah. I only have one pom pom scrunchie, and this is yeah. it. Hey everybody! We just Hello. watched Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, which is a movie. The title you have to remember because it's not <laughs> listed anywhere, even though the movie keeps showing it. Uh, but now it's going to be renamed to Harley Quinn: colon, Birds of Prey because they're having a bit of a snafu. Um, yeah, they're having a marketing heart attack. Which I mean, now that I've seen the movie, I'm confused why it was called Birds of Prey because it's it's not a Birds of Prey movie. It's it's a Harley Quinn movie, like. She narrates the entire film. She's in basically every scene of the entire film. But at the end, the birds of prey get together. I'm starting to think that a, you, you... a group no one knows. You can't have a movie <laughs> with Margot Robbie, oh. Harley Quinn in it, and have it not be just be a Harley Quinn movie. Because if yeah. you think back to like Suicide Squad, that's like... That was a... That's like all that the best... Harley Quinn and All Will the Smith best movie, parts. Yeah. Basically. And Who else was Will in Smith it? Smith was significantly less interesting. Yeah. Uh, everybody else wasn't really important. They were uh, so, so. So this is this is closure because uh, uh, so we both had a good time. I should oh, yeah. say like yeah. we had fun watching this movie. It's a very it's fun, like very it's, it's fun kind of movie. closure because the first spoiler cast we ever did was I saw Suicide Squad in theaters like four years ago and was so miserable that even before I finished leaving the actual theater, I texted Bert. I'm like, have you seen this shit? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, you want to do a podcast about it? And like, we, so we did a discussion of how bad that movie was. And that's like, that was the first movie that brought me to like, we, we I feel like we have to talk about this in a video as opposed to just like watch movies the way normal people do, which is they just see them and then they move on with their lives. Like, let's make a you know, video about no, it. No, sometimes you can't move on with yeah. your life. If you care about movies... There's like as a closure to it. Yeah. Sorry, my dog's being annoying. Yeah. If you care about movies as much as I care about movies, there are some movies that just hurt you. And yeah. you can't get closure because they just hurt you, you, you so like, bad. You have to discuss it with somebody. And uh, so, like, I just needed to... T I just had to sit down <laughs> and talk about how much of a train wreck fucking Suicide Squad was when it came out. And uh, this was fun. And it's also like, I don't know, it's it's probably the best DC movie I've seen, in part because it's really hard to call Joker a DC movie. Like, it's really hard it's, to call Joker a DC movie. Yeah. Like, it eventually has, like, lip service to elements of, like, the actual Batman continuity, but, like, Joker felt like a weird art piece thing that was inspired by the concept of the Joker. Which which I think but, lends to yeah. its, I think that aspect is, is what lends to its <clears throat> strengths. Like there, that, like that Joker a, can't be this Joker. No, 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 like no. There's no, a Joker no, that's no. never seen on screen in this movie, this is, but is definitely a character that has influenced what's happened. And that's definitely either they leave it ambiguous to free to be like, it's whatever Joker I like, but it's definitely not that Joker. It's definitely not the Joker from Joker. <laughs> it's 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 most likely the Joker from Suicide Squad because no, they no, show it, like two it, scenes from Suicide Squad. It but has want, to be because it's yeah. the Harley. It's that it's that yeah. universe's Harley Quinn. But they don't want to show his face, so they're kind of like letting you slot in a version of Joker you like because 
They don't want to like they the, 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 they don't want to give you yeah. they don't want to give you PTSD. They never showed Jared Leto, which might be because Jared Leto doesn't have a good relationship with this production anymore, but also because people didn't like that movie, so they kind of want to like take the only salvageable part of all of Suicide Squad and let you slot whatever you want in besides that. And like oh, I don't know, maybe it's the Joker that was played by Mark Hamill. That's a cartoon man. Yeah. Which is the closest thing that you see because well, they they only show him as an animation in this movie. They just don't want you fixating on him. Yeah, because Jared. Which Le- is good because yeah. he's not the point of the movie. You're not supposed to. It's about Harley Quinn, and so yeah. the only aspects you need to know about the Joker are the ones that lend to Harley Quinn's character. We're both just sitting and here so, petting a dog this entire yeah, podcast. I'm so, dude, I'm sorry. She's hey, buddy. really happy. We just got back from seeing You're, the movie, so yeah. she really. She was alone for two hours. But I, oh, I laughed no. a lot at this movie, and also I don't have like major plot issues really <clears throat> well because like i've come away from every dc movie with like a lot of plot issues in general so this movie complaints. this movie is gonna be probably one of my guilty pleasure movies this movie is never gonna like change the world yeah or like it's not like trying to it's not trying to say anything amazing but this movie has like a fantastic visual style the fight scenes were kick ass had a bunch of hot chicks in it a bunch of hot chicks fighting <laughs> bad guys and i was like all oh, that was cool the the, the fight scenes were super were actually very well coordinated i was really oh impressed. yeah you can see what's happening they, and also it's fun to know what's happening <laughs> yeah they show you what's happening but they use a lot of really creative means because that's, that's, that's like one of my favorite things yeah. about harley quinn as a character this is crazy, that she wacky she's a happening. small she's small and petite so all of her fighting styles are really acrobatic and it's always using props it's like very creative a lot of attacking joints or using big weapons that complement the fact that she's not a lot of person it's yeah and like that like the like the the iconic hammer that she brings out and i think a lot of people the the dude the costumes were awesome i was like so into everything that harley quinn was wearing the whole movie all the big chokers and stuff and she keeps switching so into it there's even a gag at one point. It's like, when, did she have, when did she have time to tie laces? Yeah. She just switches costumes like in a few seconds, a few, a few points. She's like fighting, wearing roller skates. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It was a lot of fun. The soundtrack was great. It's really jazzy. I wasn't, I was, I kind of wasn't ready for it. Cause like, this is the same universe technically as the other ones. And it's like, the start with man of steel, that was so grim, dark and so miserable that I actively, wanted to leave the theater and I never watched either of its sequels. So I never saw Batman vs Superman and I never saw justice league. I was just like, I'm out. I'm so over this immediately. But then suicide squad looked like it was gonna be fun. So I went and saw that. And I remember. It wasn't fun. I remem- I'll never forget. It so wasn't fun. My, in my, Ugh. in my family, there's only one person in our family who's interested in comic books, like at all. And it's my brother. And we all went to go see suicide squad together. And I remember, th- I mm-hmm. will never forget the disappointment on my brother's face as we walk out of the, out of the, the theater and my family's like oh that, that was pretty fun that was good and my brother looks at them all and he's like no that was not a good movie <laughs> granted my brother's 15 so he was like yeah he's like you guys that was not a good movie and we all would realize at that moment we're like it was not a good movie i mean i already i already knew but every, my whole family was like oh yeah <laughs> it wasn't a good movie you're right <laughs> and we all just sat there in silence on the way home it was so disappointing oh my heart <laughs> and that day a critic was born yeah no yeah people have that formative moment of like the first time they see a movie uh, they think was genuinely awful no my and no. it like comes to them well, what was my first one mine was aragon 
Oh, that dragon movie? Yeah, because I, I, I was, uh, they're like, oh, Aragon's coming out. And, like, I borrowed my friend's, like, copies of, like, the books. And so I read, I read Aragon and Brissinger, the first two books, before the movie came out. And then we watched the movie, and I'm just like, oh. Oh. This is bad. Everything, movies can be bad. Yeah. Like, before then, it was like, I maybe didn't feel stuff about a movie or didn't really, like, think much about it and just, like, it just moved on from it where other things were my favorite and stuff like that. But, like, that movie specifically was like, oh, we shouldn't have come here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll never get over the fact that, like, the entirety of the first book is about raising a dragon from a hatchling, like, all the way up to being... Like, oh, it can fly now. And even in the whole first book, it can never breathe fire because it still hasn't aged enough. And in the movie, baby Saphira flies up in the air and then there's a flash of light. And then she's an adult that breathes fire. And I'm like, cool. Just skip over the point, I guess. There's like one of the most like concrete crystallized scenes of an individual, like individual scenes of a movie where I felt most directly betrayed (laughs) by a film. (laughs) And I was like probably like 16 or something. That was that was fucking awful. I had that problem with the, the yeah. series of unfortunate events movie, the first one, <laughs> because I actually those are like the only kids' books I ever read. I, I went right from that to like classic lit, <laughs> oh. and so that uh, the first movie put the books like out of order. It made no sense. Anyone who's read the books knows they put like they they like mix up like plot points from all three of the first yeah. books and then shuffled them in in the wrong order. I had a lot of fun with really the bizarre. show, but you don't, you haven't seen that, so you don't have any opinions. No, about I it. won't. You I'm won't. not. You hate it. I'm not risking I've that never, again. I've never read the books, but I had a lot of fun with the show, and I've heard it's very well received by fans. Baby, baby, I don't care. I liked it so much. I went and saw Lemony Snicket in person. <laughs> Whoa! I got my book signed by him. Damn. But it would be like, but it was all like incognito. It's like he wasn't supposed to be him. Was he played by the but, wheelchair but guy him. from Family Guy? What? Because in the show, Lemony Snicket's a character, and he's played by the guy from Family oh, Guy. Patrick. Patrick Warburg. Warburg. Oh my yeah. gosh, really? Yeah, he plays Lemony Snicket in the entire uh, in the entire series. Uh, so he talks. He'll he'll show up in the middle of a scene where he's not canonically there and talk directly to the camera. Because like I think isn't his shtick that he's like kind of investigating the story of the he's in, of the kids he's after the fact. He's involved in it. Yeah, yeah, he's involved in it. And so So he's saying to like I wish I could tell you that this ended that this ended well. And yes, like I that. love And he's saying it like directly to the camera and it stuff was like that. So dark for a kid's series. Yeah. And then that's where that's where I learned what um I learned a whole bunch of cool words. Yeah, those scenes are still in the sh- in the show oh, where, yeah. where they define the word that was just said. And it's always it's always like the like the baby yeah. will say a word. And they say it's, like, it's a lot of moments like that. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a it's a tedious. it's also a really stylish it's show. A, I learned the word tedious. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the movie yeah, sorry. we saw. Sorry, I was like, uh, I love. but I kept so I I saw Man of Steel and I was like, I'm done with all of DC. I'm, uh, this is. This is dead on arrival so quickly, but then I had I had hoped for Suicide Squad because it promised to be something totally different, and I was fresh off of really liking Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm like, this will be great. Yeah, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. In too. retrospect, very funny because that guy got uh, temporarily fired for fake Twitter controversy, and is now the director of Suicide Squad too. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be a reboot remake where they just give up on the original one and pretend it never happened and, make an, and start over at Suicide Squad. Gonna and it's keep... gonna and it's gonna be by it's gonna be by James Gunn. It's gonna have Margot Robbie and maybe nobody else. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say as long as it has Margot Robbie in it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be her still, but I, I don't know if they're her, keeping dude. it. Oh my god, and it might I still have her. it might still have Will Smith, but I think oh they're not god, keeping. I, I, don't, I don't think they're keeping the original movie in any real way because it was such a disaster. 
I, I just saw her in that in that one where she, I, I I'm I'm so sad I can't remember the name, but it's the one where she's that ice skater. Margaret Robbie. Yeah, the ice skater that. Uh, last time I saw her was Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once upon a time oh, in Hollywood, well, she, which we'll get to at some point. Sharon Tate. It's in the stack. She we'll, talk, Tate. we'll talk about it again. She's the the ice skater who uh, hired a hit on her opponent. The real the real story about that real ice skater. I don't think I know about that, but are you sure that wasn't just Harley Quinn? <laughs> well, you didn't know about Charles Manson, so we'll no, get I just that don't know about some time. things. Some people don't know about everything. Oh no! Okay, we're not going <laughs> to do that. It takes time to learn about all the things. Keith didn't know about Charles Manson. She's get. I know who Charles Manson you is. Didn't I know. just didn't know that that's what the movie. I he didn't know, know going in. The movie ended before you knew that was what These it was things about. happened. I watched. I watched across the universe before oh, I knew who the oh, Beatles were. Oh my! And I watched Once Upon a Time oh, in Hollywood, yeah. not having been warned by anyone oh, going in oh. that it's about a that's about a murder that happens. Dude, I t- I tell it. St- <laughs> I just thought it was a fun movie about Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio playing Keith, these characters that I, I thought were Keith, also not Keith, real. I tell that story to everyone who's seen that. <laughs> movie and not a single person i've told that story to has not been so sympathetic to my situation that's fine i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i just they've been like, they were. like i was watching a fun tarantino movie you saw you saw a movie with someone who didn't know what the movie was about and no, i said i know well sometimes something so obvious that nobody mentions it and then you don't have anything to hook on to so you think you're just watching a tarantino movie about like the 70s or something that's a, okay and you're like this will be fun we're gonna hang out with these guys and like, look, that guy's trying to act, and he's going—he's like getting taking lessons from like a, a kid. This is funny. It's just that's—I was there for the Tarantino movie. I'm sorry, nobody told me the I'm movie sorry. doesn't tell you. It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The uh, title's not The Manson Murders. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> Tom Manson shows up in the first twenty minutes. They're at Roman, they they're call at, him that. They're at Roman Polanski's house. They say Roman Polanski's house. They say, oh, that's Sharon Tate. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck. Sharon Tate's going to die because I know what happens to Sharon Tate. Isn't Roman Polanski still alive? Yeah, but Roman Polanski. It's not like yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, the famous murder of Roman Polanski. Yeah, but it happened at died. his house. He's alive. It happened at his house. Sharon I don't Tate. know these things. Okay, okay. Sorry. We got to no, move on. We got to move you on. You really Keith. like serial killers, and I don't particularly hunt this the, information out. The average, individu- the average American <laughs> knows about the Manson murder. <laughs> It's not a weird thing. <laughs> We're going to have this exact same conversation sorry. in Hollywood. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying no, no one, we gotta move I'm on. Just saying no one mentioned <laughs> it. We just walked into a movie that had Keith. zero hints. Keith, are we still friends? <laughs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> Talk about how much you liked the Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> <laughs> have an aneurysm uh, so something so a few things that stood out to me specifically with respect to suicide squad was one we went from a movie where all the action was very hard to see but also boring if you figured out what it was because it was just like a bunch of people shooting in the dark and oh, yeah, you the lighting was so bad in suicide squad but like even if you could tell what they were doing it was like they're just shooting people they're shooting like putty soldiers from power rangers like none of this action matters anyway Whereas in this movie, it's like a bunch of really clearly shot scenes where crazy stunt double shits happening and like really specific Hardly combinations. Of like it goes back and forth guns. between like really badass and really like humorous back to back and oscillating. And it's all fun to watch. Every action scene doesn't feel like a waste of time and you're having fun with it. But also the other thing that stood out to me is that all the music's fun and used well. Oh, yeah. Which coming from Suicide Squad, it was like. It, it, it was like watching fucking Percy Jackson again. Where like Percy Jackson's the movie where they're like, 
looks like we got to go on the highway to hell looks directly at camera and they start playing highway to hell and i'm like i hate this movie like that's what suicide squad's whole movie was was like like oh let's watch this character oh here's a song of oh this is an aussie that does crimes here's dirty deeds done dirt cheap here's uh i do like that song it's all it's good music we can't just play it for no reason and you also can't have it like as an endless montage like all the music was so forced and awkward in Suicide Squad, and it's like, I, how are you making me not like songs I like? This is weird. Whereas, like, I just had fun all the way through Harley Quinn. It's all funny. I felt her deep in my soul when she <laughs> when she cried over a breakfast sandwich, which is also like my favorite kind of food. No, it's like to be honest, I was so happy that with, breakfast sandwich looked, looked really so good. good. It looked really good. It was such like a food porn moment of like like straight from like a JRPG, and you're like, I I want this sandwich so bad. And Some then, nice and sizzling it's the, eggs. And it's the most tragic death of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like a coherent plot of like. So many superhero movies are designed by committing nightmares that get re-edited and reshot and re-edited over and over again in production. And DC has been especially victim of a uh, victim of this because they get they panic about how the fact that they want Marvel, they want to be Marvel because Marvel's doing all the stuff they're doing. They're doing and DC keeps failing, so they keep trying really hard to recapitalize on that. So what they'll do on a regular basis is that they'll they'll screen the film, then they'll panic and then they'll reshoot like half the film and then they'll edit those two things together and it won't make any sense. And it'll so be like, some Frankenstein's yeah. monster. So like that's why we that's why like there's like a bunch of like especially when like they switch from Snyder to Joss Whedon midway through uh Justice League it's supposed to be this weird mishmash of like sudden comedy bits and sudden like seriousness back and forth between two different director's styles and so on. And like suicide squad was like just utterly incoherent. And like they keep doing a thing where they do a bunch of reshoots for like Aquaman and justice league and suicide squad to add more comedy afterwards in order to try Which to make it more like doesn't feel Marvel natural at all. Cause they're too insecure about whatever they were making in the first place. But like this one clearly just it just felt like it was all planned. Oh yeah. And one of the no, ways yeah. one of the ways that felt right was the fact that like there's a lot of stuff that's set up throughout the movie that does pay off, which is supposed to be like not a thing to remark on because that's supposed to be how competent film making works, but that hasn't been a thing for DC. Like they set up her roller derby stuff at the beginning of the movie, and not only does the person that she decks in the face come back later, so that's a setup, but her her roller skates come back later in the climax, mm-hmm. and like multiple things set up early come back, all the, including the fact that her big triumphant moment at the end is eating a breakfast sandwich and everything like that, and getting it and so on, and like so, it all feels like somebody wrote the whole script before the movie started being made, which is not which isn't hasn't been true lately. Well, I, I and and like I like Ugh. I feel like. Uh, Harley Quinn's character stayed true to Harley Quinn's character the yeah. whole movie. I liked that the how at the end she uh, betrayed she's, everyone. She's so, yes, <laughs> she's not a not a member of the Birds of Prey. Like a good example of this was actually, and so you saw you saw Suicide Squad, so you remember yeah, I this. Did. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, Captain Boomerang they set up. He's got this funny stuffed animal in his jacket, right? Yeah. So later yeah. in the movie, he gets stabbed. And it's like, oh no, what happened to Captain Boomerang? You know, you're not really, not really like, oh no, because you don't care about him. No. But like, oh no, what happened to Captain Boomerang? He opens his jacket and the, it stabbed the money. It's like you established he has a thing in his jacket, I... and you forgot you established that. And then he, so when he gets stabbed in the place where his pink unicorn is, it stabs the money. I don't never even remember that because that's how little yeah. it mattered. But like, it's because it's so it's <laughs> so re-edited and reshot and re-scripted really and so on. The like basic setup and payoff stuff. Stupid. 
like you you sitting there like in a formulaic way are just like oh it's going to be the pink unicorn like it's not even like a plot twist or a surprise it's just like that's just the that's has that's like that's how you make this a satisfying scene in any way is like you bring back the thing that was established earlier no he's just got some money what is the what is the name for that the Chekhov's gun Chekhov's gun yeah Yeah. the idea that if you have a the idea was that if you have a rifle in a scene it's like if you have a rifle on the wall in a scene that rifle better get fired in the climax or something like that like if you if you set up if you're you're going to bring something up at the beginning of the film you need to to come back into play later or else there's no point pointing it out all of that they also probably should have called this movie uh harley quinn and black canary because calling it Birds of Prey is confusing because it references a, a team-up group that nobody really knows exists and features multiple characters that mostly... The other two characters are way less developed and they only meet in the climax, whereas well, Black Canary actually has scenes the entire film and is also with Harley Quinn throughout the film. The, the whole the whole movie or the, the, the group really only gets established as an actual group yeah. at the end. So it's basically like their origin story, but there's mm-hmm. no point in calling it just that if you're not going to say it's an origin story and also there's no point in even naming it after an origin story if no one knows that the concept exists in the first place i'd be surprised like it's we're we're making a youtube video so like people are like i know who birds of prey are but fuck i don't i don't know (laughs) like i watched two seasons of arrow so i knew who black canary was and i knew huntress was vaguely by like I, i i knew them well enough to be like because I didn't know going into this who the, the birds of prey were, but I saw the singing scene and it sh- and it, the camera's panning by and she has a bird tattoo on her shoulder and I was like, that's Black Canary. Who is that and then it was, Bla- she and was, then it was Black Canary. And then later on, it's like, oh, they keep showing a crossbow, crossbow lady, and this is this is DC. That's probably Huntress. Oh, it's Huntress. That was my only two gets, but all I knew was their names. I don't really know who they are beyond that point. I know who Zaz is. Do you know who Zaz is? No, but he but he seemed like a he's Vic, he seemed he's like Victor a creep. Zaz. Yeah, he's a creepy creep. No, he's a he's the least subtle serial killer in Batman. Wait, was he, a, wait, he was in the game, huh? Yes. Okay, I do remember. Yes, him in the if game. you start if you play the beginning of Batman Arkham Asylum, you have to sneak up on Zaz at the beginning, and, and it'd be like if they're introducing like the kind of puzzle stealth combat that the, that that series has. Because uh, Zaz's thing is he pretty much just kills people, but then he like carves uh, he carves uh, hash marks on himself as he kills people. Which is so which has, is very so, so on the keep, nose. Yeah, he keeps, just keeps a tally well, of all the people. I he's wonder killed. who's killed a hundred people. Let's see the person with the hundred slash yeah. marks on their. So chest. I was frustrated by two things. One, he had hair in this movie because he's supposed to be bald. But two, well, like, you know, he didn't really have hash marks. He just had a bunch of scars everywhere, and it's like it's. Why? Why take that? Why take it away? Oh. Just let him have his hash. Just let, let him have his tally marks. Why do Why do you have to have random scars everywhere? Oh, see, I don't know. I thought he was a different character because at the beginning of the movie. He uh, cut somebody's face off, and then later throughout the movie, he cut his whole face off. Throughout the movie, you see scars cool. around his face. So when, before before they called him Zaz, I was like, "Is he just some guy that is he wearing someone else's face? Is this like Repo the Genetic Opera? Like is that, is that or <laughs> Handsome Jack, or Hannibal Lecter? Because Handsome Jack's just based on Repo the Genetic Opera. But like, is, is he wearing somebody else's face? Is, is he's but, not based off of Hannibal Lecter. Uh, uh, Handsome Jack is based on Repo because Repo specifically, you can actively see the face stretched over his face throughout the entire film, like it's really visible. And Handsome Jack has like the clear outline of the face yeah, and a bunch of like yeah. things about how where it's attached. See, I yeah, Hannibal I seen that Hannibal Lecter was just magically a different person, but he had the power of prote- of being played by a different actor for one no, scene, being no. like, "Ha ha, my face." <laughs> 
No, the part where he cuts off the guy's face and he just lays it over his yeah, own but, face. Yeah, but in the face where he pretends to be the guy, isn't it just like... No, he's just, he's, he's just all bloody and tied up. He's like, oh, oh, and they all think he's hurt. But then but then he's not actually hurt. He's just Hannibal Lecter wearing the guy's face. Oh, I haven't seen it for a while, I guess. It's great. It's, thought, my, it's like my I, favorite I thought, part. The, I thought they might have done the face out thing where it's just the other actor. And they're like, sicko. ha ha, it was a face the whole no, cause, time. No, because he's all bloody. So he, he's yeah. like, oh, and they think the guards hurt. They're like, oh, are you okay? Oh, right. Don't, okay? They like, right. don't they like wheel him out yeah. as like a victim? Yeah, but they, he's they actually think Hannibal, he's a victim. Right. He's actually Hannibal Lecter. No, I remember now. They just think his face is fucked up. Spoilers for whichever Hannibal that was. Was that Red Dragon or was that Hannibal? No, I think that's the first one. Science of the Lambs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, Remember yeah. back when movies didn't have to have recognizable franchise names? I love that movie. <laughs> Those movies are called Silence of the Lambs. I think Hannibal, and then no Red Dragon, and then Red a, Dragon. I thought Red Dragon was the second one. Uh, uh, there's, there's, at the very least, it's, it's it's known as the Hannibal Lecter movies, and one of them's called Red Dragon, and one of them's called Science of the Lambs. I remember, which is not brand recognition. Meanwhile, is, this movie's panicking and renaming itself to put Harley Quinn in the title more because it's Hannibal Lecter eats a guy's brain. Not good enough. And it's great. Oh, it's so good. Watch Birds of Prey. Sorry. Yeah, watch there's Birds a good of time. Prey. Just don't be. Just don't expect that much hyena. No, I was disappointed. I wanted to see. I wanted to see hyena scenes, but actually, they're basically. It's basically all in the trailer. That's basically all the all they had budget for. And the hyena never. <laughs> and the hyena never. Moves. Keith was really focused on that hyena. I, I just. I like the part. I like that hyena breaks free. Of the uh, hyena. I like that Harley breaks breaks off from the Joker and then just becomes this like jewel thief that has two hyenas and then goes off with with a uh, with a uh, poison ivy. Well, I want to see. Just, I become chaotic neutral. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I would oh. kill someone to see that. I movie. would. I would like to see DC just call Marvel's bluff and be like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna have." Who should? Who? Like, you guys are afraid of gay people. We're just gonna have gay oh. people as our protagonists for an entire movie. <laughs> just, just fucking call their bluff because Disney's gonna, so afraid of not going having their movies in China. I'm just gonna think about who Poison Ivy would be played also, by. Yes. There is there is a there is a gay moment in this, but it's 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 coward though. It's blinking, you miss it, but it's there for a second. Is it during the animated part? Yeah, I you, saw you it saw too. That? Yeah, I yeah, did. There's a slot machine of her all of her breakups, and one of them's a woman. It's like ah, but it's just for it's just like a second. It's not nearly as much as like say Scott Pilgrim. Uh, the L word. The- <laughs> I'm in lesbians with you. I'm in lesbians with you. <laughs> of course, we're thinking of Scott Pilgrim because she's in this movie because she's Huntress. Uh, uh, Mary Ramona Elizabeth Flowers, Winstead. I didn't realize was Ramona Flowers. See, I she, her face. I saw it instantly. She, she her face got longer. <laughs> I don't know how to and, call her, it. and her hair doesn't look like she's this like, anymore. Just, yeah, you, <laughs> you changed your hair. <laughs> Oh god, she changed her hair. She and changed she, her she hair. didn't tell me she was going to. Yeah. Do it, blah, what else? Blah, blah. What other kinds of decisions could she make? <laughs> we need to do a Scott. Pilgrim. I relate a lot to that movie. We have to do a Scott Pilgrim video at some point, eventually, on our list of fifty videos to make. But uh, we both like that movie a lot. Uh, <laughs> she was great in this too. But like, I, I love Ten Cloverfield Lane. And we were just talking about how I didn't. I just didn't realize that was her. I just completely failed to. I, I mixed her up with the lady from uh, other things. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I should I, just look up what that is so I can stop saying other lady. Because I'm bad at this. Because it's the lady from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, not Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Donnie Darko is what I know her from you know the her most. From Donnie Darko? It's, uh, is it Jenna Malone? It, it Jenna Malone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yep. Gen- I was mixing her with Jenna Malone. Yep. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Because I, I know her because she was in the last three Hunger Games movies. 
She would play the character who filed her teeth into points, <laughs> which is ballsy. Apparently, she's in Batman vs. Superman, but I'll never know. Because <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch that movie or the one between. Yeah. All right. So I was mixing her with Jenna Malone. So when I saw the promotional pictures, I thought Jenna Malone was in this movie. But then you're like, it's Ramona. I'm like, huh? It's Ramona. <laughs> I had to like tilt my head and try to figure that out. Because I haven't seen her in a movie, I think, since 2007. Except for the fact that I just said I've seen her in a movie in 2016. Yeah. I didn't recognize her. Yeah. <laughs> I basically just never learned her name was Mary Elizabeth Winston. No, I, I just said, oh, it's Ramona. So if you said that name, it's just, I'd it's probably Ramona. be like, oh, 10 Cloverfield Lane and not register. I had the same thing happen, though, where it's uh, uh, in the set. Jesus, it's been a while now. Two seasons ago in American Horror Story, uh, the drummer from Scott Pilgrim is a main actor for the entire season. And I was oh. like, and the whole season, I'm like, why do I recognize her? Because like, it's just like Ramona where it's like she's like 10 years older and her hair is different. So it's like a different person. <laughs> like, okay. it's, it's a significant change. So You're like struggling with it. In 10 years, <laughs> I'm going to go missing. <laughs> I'll go back in 10 years. And well, you're, hair. you're already an adult. <laughs> These people oh, were like no. these people were like eighteen in these movies or something. Like they, they were really young. What? So they, like I I looked different what? ten years. I'm ago. I'm already an adult. Uh -oh. I looked really different ten years ago, which you point out every know. time you see my ID. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the issue with these seeing these people. <laughs> it's right over there. Yeah, that's the issue that with seeing these Scott Pilgrim people is that they're all from fucking. They're all in a like a movie about teenagers, and then I never saw them again for ten years, and then they show up something like. Something's ringing a bell, but I can't figure it out because you're not like Michael Sarah, where you just look the same forever. Oh, my, oh, Michael Sarah, little Mike, baby. They can go back He's and make a cute baby. They could make a new season of oh, goodness. fucking uh, Arrested Development every five years for the rest of time, and Michael Sarah would still look like the same what person while everyone baby. else slowly turns I to love dust. Him so much. <laughs> everyone else would just turn to dust, and he would be the same fucking person. Uh, Michael Sarah looks like a little canary. A little canary. What? It's really specific. Yeah, there, you know, there was uh, in, in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, right. Someone calls him a little canary in that movie, and I always thought that was the most perfect way of describing his face. Hmm. He's got a little, little cute little bird face. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Sarah, where are you at? <laughs> uh, but uh, who's... We also, neither of us knew that Ewan McGregor was in this movie. Yeah, we so keep forgetting to mention midway that. Midway through, I was, like, I was like, ooh, and you're like, is that Ewan McGregor? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, okay. I was like, hey, cool, <laughs> like, dude. This is good news, but I didn't. Surprise. I liked his character a yeah. lot. He was really insecure. And he was really like, is that, guy, is that laughing at me? And like, there's a lot of, and Zaz is this horrible person that like encourages him. So like at one point, He's feeling insecure about something, and a random lady is laughing across the entire club. And he's like, "Is that person laughing at me?" And Saz is like, "Yeah, yeah, she is." <laughs> it's like Saz, you little shit. Every single scene, his only motivation is to try to get permission to kill people. <laughs> that's yeah. all he does the entire movie, and because that's all he is, he just wants to kill people. That's all he does. Will McGregor's character, who's he plays Black Mask. I think it's called Black Mask. I don't know who that is. I loved. I know he Red reminded Mask me is. of someone so much. He reminded me of like. Kind of like Handsome Jack now that we already mentioned Handsome Jack, but like some like really rich, yeah. insecure, kind of like childish person. Yeah. Where I liked the part where he was like, he's talking about shrunken heads and he's like, this thing's 2000 years old. It was on someone's face and now mm -hmm. it's in my living room. Ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he 
giggles yeah, about it. There's a little moments like, gross. Yeah. He's like, ha ha, ew, gross. That, there's a specific brand of like a lot of pretense. He's very, and he's like, very he's like, cheeky. Yeah, like, but he's also like very, he, think, he thinks very highly of himself and is really pretentious about things. But then like the facade keeps dropping from moment to moment because he's either, either like, he's like petty or petulant or... His whole front's kind of built upon nothing and so on. So like he really likes he, showing uh, Black yeah. Canary all of his expensive all things his in his house. He's like, look including at this. Including a, I have this a thing. sculpture of himself. Look at this sculpture. Yeah. It's of myself. No, it slightly reminded me of a. Uh, was his name King? Was his name Candy? Can was that Candyland Ranch in uh, Django? Oh, because it's like because because like there was the scene of like like oh yeah he's he's a big a bit of a francophile but don't speak French to him he doesn't know he doesn't understand it like all that shit yeah like it'll, it'll yeah. remind me of that of like that level of like that pretentiousness and self importance but it's all because he's the powerful person that everyone has to listen to and so everyone just kind of humors him when everyone can see through his shit all straight through his whole facade but everyone's just like well we can't not, do anything about it yeah it's like it's oh, not well, be, it's not because he's convincing rich. or cool but because everyone's like. Here we go. <laughs> we just have to let this. Ha- we just have to let him pretend that he's convincing and that this is his big thing, and that he's cool. And it's like, you know, I think I actually. I don't want to get my cut face cut off today. <laughs> I think I liked every character in this movie. Yeah. I think the one I liked the least was the police officer. Yeah, I was about but to say only because she's honestly because she's a straight laced police officer, and of yeah. course she's the least interesting one because she's a just a cop <laughs> like, yeah and she's and she's kind of she's kind of least that, developed but and she has the least reason to join the yeah. birds of prey she's so the best she's of, the most a little confused goody, about it goody two shoes yeah so she's just kind of eh she has like fourth character curse which huntress already suffers from being the third character that they have to try to develop for the protagonist group or whatever that's already like eh. well technically huntress shows up after i mean the cop character is already established yeah, but, but, like they're, but they're also kind of establishing Huntress b- b- throughout, but not very well. She just kind of keeps showing up, and you can't tell if she's just, like, another person who's mad. Which, that's a great through line, is all the people that get really mad at Harley Quinn. Uh, the moment that people find out that the Joker, that she broke up with the Joker, uh, the Joker she's just getting hun- yeah, that she's getting hunted down by various people. Because all of Gotham hates her and the Joker. Because she and did so, a bunch of fucked up yeah. shit to everybody. So every time, so every like five minutes throughout the movie, another character shows up, and you get a cartoon intro that looks like the one from Suicide Squad that was supposed to introduce all the protagonist characters, but it introduces all the people that are mad at Harley Quinn, and it's just her guess at who they are. So it's who they think, what what she thinks their name is, and why she thinks they're mad at them. But she can't even remember half and, the time. Yeah, and and then and it's, then then it draws over their face and stuff, and they attack. And so like that's how you're introduced to Huntress just like is one is like the first instance of like i have no idea who this is <laughs> i have no idea but she's got a crossbow and uh-huh. they did a good job of she like i liked her character a lot where she's just like like so stony that she ends up being socially awkward yeah like oh, she no, doesn't know the, how to be a fun she doesn't know how to oh, yeah. know how to fun with it have fun with anyone the act the she's act, very angsty the actress that plays huntress does a lot with the very few scenes she has like there's really specific ones of like the way she she like the one on the booth together, she really specifically performs where she's like awkward, doesn't really know how to interact with everybody, and it's all like conveyed that way without having to like just say it out loud. Whereas like Suicide Squad would have just explained to the screen what her character was supposed to. There be would have been a character like, loud. on the side saying, "This is Huntress. She she's socially <laughs> awkward because she was raised by a bounty hunter. She's very good with a bow. I wouldn't recommend getting killed with her because her bow captures the souls of people." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was referencing. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. glad you got it. 
No, that's uh, <laughs> no Suicide Squad's so uniquely bad that it sticks with you for years. Like, there's so many moments where I'm like, I haven't seen that movie that many times. I just will continually remember like really dumb scenes, like establishing Katana so that she can this be is off Katana the entire film. This is yeah, yeah. What a shame. <laughs> So this stupid. is Katana, this is my Katana. right-hand man. I wouldn't recommend getting killed by her, which is a very weird thing to say out loud because it involves getting killed, which is kind of something. But, but I'm supposed to be but funny. Her, yeah, but her sword captures the souls of the people she kills. I'm sure that won't come up later in this movie. Although I'm not entirely sure it did, honestly. Mm, I think and it maybe happened have, one time. established for no reason. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. This is Slipknot. The guy who can climb anything. <sighs> okay. Except away from this bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I don't know. We recommend Harley Quinn. It was fun. It doesn't seem to be doing very well. It's uh, selling poorly. Uh, it's got a 6.7 on IMDb. Its meta score is like 60%. That's a, it doesn't look like the most... I don't know. Maybe we're going to find out tomorrow that like people don't like this movie. <laughs> but I haven't watched a review of this, so I have no I, idea. I kind of I like have this feeling <clears throat> that I can see people not liking it because for for maybe a couple reasons what i'm gonna say is maybe that it's not serious enough of like a superhero movie and that's what they wanted right it's it's really really... no one should want that from a harley quinn fronted movie no i was gonna say i could see some people maybe thinking that she's gets annoying but i honestly never feel that way no i had a great time you think like i thought going into suicide squad oh this this character is gonna get annoying yeah it never does I think Margot Robbie is the only person who could ever play Harley Quinn for me ever again. She has a she has a version of it figured out. No, she's got it so good for me. I never hate her. I can't hate her. I can't hate her cutie patootie, dude. I can't. It's interesting she's how she can kind of adorable. She kind of has the power to embody the concept of Harley Quinn while never dressing like Harley Quinn. And then she just becomes what Harley oh Quinn gosh. looks like now. Have you noticed that? I love yes. Like she never wears the jester outfit. Which was like, was true in Suicide Squad, but then that just became the new Harley Quinn. She's like, like she just dressed up as a completely different person, like but, but called herself Harley Quinn, and everyone's like, I guess that's Harley Quinn now. She's such perfect trash. And like, this, she's so perfect yeah. trash. I love her little face tattoos. And in this movie, she's, she's not. In this movie, she's not she dressed wears, up as Jester or that Harley Quinn. She has none of. She, she has, wears so much gaudy like gold jewelry, and none of it matches each other. <laughs> and she's all like, she's just so f- like club fucked up looking her all the time new, her new stick is just too much color perfect she's so perfect i f- mm. when she was like romping around in the dance club i was like i've yeah. been there that was me before but i'm, I'm never i've been that i'm asshole. watching this and i'm never thinking like that's not what harley quinn looks like like for some reason it just becomes what harley quinn looks like now <laughs> like you're watching this movie i'm fine i'm her, fine with her that her arms are covered in the strange like like the the like the fuzz sleeves or whatever like what do you i don't even know what to call that what's like her entire sleeves are basically like like cheerleader pom-poms oh like from, it's, it's from they're shoulder. like they're like it's all fringe it's like, yeah it's, like, like, a it's like all the way from like shoulder to wrist it's just all that and it's like like yeah sure <laughs> i know that people who really like harley quinn and people who cause like harley quinn have a bad rep because a lot of yeah. them don't like it for the right reasons there's been a complicated relationship like a yeah I, like i have i have white knight back there uh the batman thing and it's a. Uh, Specifically, they split Harley Quinn into two characters, and that's the reveal. Is that uh, in the in those comics, uh, Jester slash psychiatrist Harley Quinn 
which is OG Harley Quinn, is literally a different human being than the one from Suicide Squad. <laughs> and they're two separate people, and they fight. <laughs> and they have mm. different personalities. They're different traits of Harley Quinn. Where, like, one of them's the one that's in love with the person who... Uh, Jack, the person who became the Joker, and the other one's in love with the Joker and doesn't want him cured and never doesn't want him to improve. And so, like, that's trash Harley Quinn. <laughs> it's the one that just wants the crazy man. And, and the, whereas Harley and Quinzel's the one who fell in love with him in the, in the asylum and loves the person despite his sickness. That makes sense. It's a, it's a really, it's an interesting idea, which I almost want. I, on some level, I almost want, like, a version of that to come out at some point that could be interesting. Although, in this, way, in this one, they'd almost have to reverse it. Because, like this, they've already established that the trash Harley Quinn is the psychiatrist Harley Quinn in these movies. I, I th so they'd have to like have like uh, there'd be like a new jester Harley Quinn. Yeah, so you'd have to that, rewrite that, the whole thing that Joker is currently with in the in the oh, next movie hell or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared Leto Joker when is I don't I can't imagine him with an, with anyone. No, I, don't, I can't Jared imagine him ever again. Jared Leto's a mistake. They need to oh, I like your letter though. That's a person. Uh, he's fine, but that was just I liked not him a good in Joker. Fight Club and Prefontaine and in American Psycho. I mean, I talked about it back then too. It's just like it's not even entirely his performance, but just the fact that his Joker is just a massive waste of time in that movie. Like he actively interferes with the structure of the movie and keeps inter like interrupting it. And like wasting a lot of time to show like him like look at me laying in my pile of knives. I'm like you're not a character in this movie. Go away. And he keeps coming back and like you're, you're not in this movie. Why would you go away? And then he kind of just goes away. And you're like he still wasn't really in this movie. Why was he in this movie? It's like a fucking rapper. Like, like, yeah, like it's such a weird case of like a character that's basically not in the movie that won't stop being in the movie, which is a weird thing to say. You're just but, like, mad about his grill. No, it's that it's just the fact that he's just not in the story. <laughs> He straight up isn't in the story of the film, but keeps coming up in the film. And you're like, why are we? We don't have time for this. We probably have time for the character. Like they already, it's it's supposed to be about this ensemble cast of all these villains that they can't establish. But they establish Joker more than literally any of them. But he's not in the plot of the film. Yeah. So no, all he does is show yeah, up in a helicopter once, and then he's gone. And it's like, why did you establish him? We get who the Harley Quinn is. You don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'll, I'll always have a good ex about that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard not to just go back and fall back into like trashing on Suicide Squad forever. It's 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 uh, endless fodder for for angry movie nerds. Hopefully, James Gunn just retcons it out of existence by making a better movie, and then we just pretend that's the the Suicide Squad movie. That'd be cool. It'd be like yeah. um like the Hulk movies all over again. Yeah, where they just made... Another one. That was confusing. I think the first Hulk movie is not canon, but the second one is canon, even though it was a different actor. Because they acknowledge stuff yeah. from it. And I think it might end with Nick Fury. I think Nick Fury is at the end of the Ed Norton movie, even though he then gets recast as Mark Ruffalo and they just don't acknowledge it. I think that is the Hulk movie, and that's the origin of Hulk. You just aren't supposed to acknowledge the fact that it's Ed, Ed Norton. <laughs> but the previous one... The Ang Lee movie, I think, isn't canon. The one where they end by fighting in like a lake or something and you can't tell what's happening on the screen. He like fights a god tornado or something and I don't know. I, love, I, I don't remember very much of it. I love Edward Norton too. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's not he's not a good Hulk. And when I saw him I cast the Hulk even, I was like Yeah. No. 
Fight Club, American History X, Death to Smoochie. Like, you need to be... Not this, dude. <laughs> not this. I love you. I think this not is kind this. I think this is kind of Moonrise Kingdom. You know, what oh, the yeah. hi- you know what the highlight is of a movie, a comic book movie that's not about superheroes? Is that the climax is just people fighting. Yeah. So, like, you don't get the fucking, like... Frieza versus Goku ending where it's like people hitting each other with super blasts and then like the screen's covered in special effects and you kind of can't tell what the fuck's happening for like five minutes straight and then they're like oh that time you punched him one for some reason it's I guess it's over now and you're like I don't I don't know what the stakes were but I guess I guess they won like we always knew they were like I literally check out for like the five minutes of almost every superhero movie I watch because it's just like I didn't check out during any of the fighting scenes in this movie, and I I honestly check out during a lot of fighting scenes. If they're not, if they're not interesting, a lot of them are boring. I'm too I'm too desensitized to like gore and stuff. Like I don't know. I was like, I don't. This This one had some like shocking. This this one had violence you felt. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's oh, good. A lot of like knee breaking and stuff. Yeah, which, a fixation which is, on that almost. Which is like a thing. Yeah, it happened like several times. But like, which is was also it a bird thing because birds no, are fresh. They made a bunch of no, backwards knees happen. Because no. <laughs> I like it though. I like the noise it makes. <laughs> but the um, but in superhero movies you can't get away with that either because superheroes can't do fucked up shit. No, like this was was this, was this R rated? I think it had. It might be PG thirteen. Really. R. No, it's R-rated. I was going to say, I'd be surprised. They, I thought they it was said, R-rated. They said, f- like, fuck a lot. No, it's a, her, the back of her shirt says fucking for half the movie. Yeah. Like, her final costume for, like, most of the climax, she's wearing this loose shirt that says Harley Quinn over and over again on it. But it's, like, cut off randomly, so, like, a bunch of the text just keeps ending and starting in a weird spot. And then one part just says fucking Harley Quinn across her back. And it's like, oh, I think this movie's rated R. As if the knee snapping wasn't a hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and like the kid, the underage, the kid drinking underage, or the hyena the, eating a person. Yeah, they don't show that though. They show it. Oh, they show his leg. leg. Yeah, that and was like, cool. And like that's a that's a that's a removed leg, and we're in the gore parts pointing at us. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. So I'm like, I'm like, I think this, I think this is rated R. Oh yeah, no, I, I didn't, I'm I really glad I it was. Know going in. Oh yeah, I that was interesting. yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, Bruce is under underused. He's cute. They didn't. They didn't use either of the. Bruce other is names. the hyena. This one, the, instead of two hyenas, there's one hyena who's named Bruce, and he never moves. <laughs> That's specifically what stood out to me. He never moves in the entire film. Well, he he's make... always sitting completely still. In one point, he's literally sitting in a bathtub. <laughs> well, it... in the first scene, he's in a cage. Another scene, he's in a bathtub. Later, he's in the back of a car. He's always sitting in a fixed location I, I where, he won't, where you, he won't Keith. take a single. I hate step. to tell you, it's not the point of the movie at all. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, it really, it just, I was like, huh. He makes some really good hyena I, sounds. Though. I think that's a real hyena. He makes some nice little <laughs> giggles and some chirping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a little laugh in the opening scene. I was like, oh, this is. Ha. Huh. I think he was. It's really hard to tell these days because Lion King happened. My hyena back there. Yeah. She's past. Oh yeah, she's in frame. <laughs> you can see her in the camera. Being uh, stupid like normal. The. Uh, it's so hard to tell because, like, Lion King happened and, like, movies, like, CG is so advanced that you can't tell what's real anymore. And for all you know, a movie might look like it has zero CG, but actually the entire environment was fake the whole movie. And you're like, oh, oh wow, what the fuck? 
it's all on a soundstage now. Like Mandalorian, I guess, is filmed all in a one soundstage, and they never do any like on location shots, and no one oh. noticed basically. Uh, so like for all I know, the was, there was just never a hyena in this movie, and no. it was all CG. But no. like, it looks really real, and so like Keith, I guarantee you, there was not a single hyena in this movie. You think the hyena was completely CG for the whole movie? Yeah, no. I was partly thinking that it never takes a single step because like that was part of like. No way. It was just easier to keep I, to have it interact if it never had to actually like move around the set at all. I would been, I would be <laughs> way more surprised if there was even a fraction of a actual hyena in this film at all. Birds of oops, birds of I'm all I'm all off center on typing. It be, I was like, the hyena real? Hyena real. <laughs> this is a good question. Did you? Oh no! Oh no! What? I, uh, I just want the uh, the top thing it says right, Margot. Uh, I thought I read it that said like Har- Margot Robbie wanted a real hyena. I thought I said I lost track of what I thought I saw on this page. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> we thought it'd be hilarious to have one of hy- hy- Harley's hyenas in the film. Suddenly, everyone was like, "What do we do?" We can't just have a hyena, question mark. <laughs> Can we? Uh, it didn't make sense to have a real hyena on set and have Margot feed it Twizzlers. <laughs> oh, it was German Shepherds. It was German Shepherds. It was she- two oh, really CG- lovely German Shepherds. They CG'd over German Shepherds to make a hyena. That's funny. But the room checked out to meet a film-friendly hyena named Fonzie, but it was not meant to be. <laughs> we went to go visit him, but quickly learned that it was going to be nearly impossible to shoot the amount we needed. He was obviously very dangerous, and every and anything you gave him was his. <laughs> he would just take it. It belongs to him now. Uh, it says that. Um, That's funny. Margot Robbie actually did do all of her stunts on roller skates, though. Yeah. That girl. Yeah, it says, I do a lot of roller skating. Well, she did the ice skating movie. So they CG'd over Ke- German uh, Shepherds. Tanya. Tanya. It's, I, Tanya. It's impressive how much Tanya. you can just, like, fake in movies now. Because it looked real, right? Like, didn't it look, like, really convincing? No. You didn't think it was real? Well, it, not at all. No. You didn't, you didn't think it looked real? It looked like, real. Even, it like, looked... Even, like, even in the back of your head, you were like, this is, this can't be real, right? But, like, visually, no. like, your eyes, you didn't, you didn't fall for it at all? No. Really? It, it, I, just, I remember thinking, oh, it, really? look, it looks really real and good, but I know how movies work now, and I know there's not a hyena in there. Well, that's different, though. Why? That's different than visual... Like, being fooled into thinking it's a hyena is different from visually being fooled into thinking it's a hyena. Well, my brain didn't let me get visually fooled. Because you preemptively were like, it can't be real, so you're just like... So yeah. You, you never... It's like, in Li- oh, like yeah. I walk into Lion yeah, King, I and I know, I know like almost like none of those... Mo- I, they're all just completely well, yeah, because they up. talk. No, even if they didn't, <laughs> with their mouths. So the thing that made me think that the hyena wasn't real was in the first scene. It shows up and it like on cue, like like kind of like tilts down and does like a little like hyena laugh. And I'm like, this is too perfect timing. Like, Keith, you're silly. Because movie movie animals are like awkward and like they don't act because they're they're animals. I'm, so like they're I'm, like awkwardly just sitting there and like not reacting to cues the way that all the actors are because they're not really engaged in the scene. And half of them like are just having fun, and they have to CG the tail out because the dogs are also happy that they're being good and stuff like that. I'm I'm okay with dogs being used in Ugh. movies. I'm actually not really okay with any other almost 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 yeah. any other animal. Well, because dogs love being in movies. Domesticated animals are the only animals I say should are okay being in movies, and it's only if they're treated exceptionally well. That's one of my that's one of my favorite. If that, pieces if there of was trivia. a hyena, I'd be upset. 
That's one of my favorite pieces of trivia I heard was that fighting out that they had to see that nowadays they have to CG. They always CG out the, the uh, tail off of dogs because they're like they're so happy to be doing a good job that their tails always betraying the performance and it's always wagging like crazy when usually they're supposed to be like like going after someone or something. That makes me so really it's, it's happy. Like, it's like the the Cujo problem I think. It's like the Cu- in Cujo, in Cujo he was- <laughs> that dog was like way too happy to be there and so it kind of undermines it. If you know anything about dogs, you're like this dog isn't this dog's not going to kill them. Yeah, no. <laughs> like they're all like hiding in the car. Going, ah! The dog's just like no, that, that dog's that dog's fine. I just imagine that dog yeah. like, like just know when you see dogs doing stunts, they're still doing that to this day. It's just they CG the tail out because <laughs> to try to make it work. So like the other, the amount of digital trickery is so advanced that like I, I don't know. Oh, I believed in a hyena most of a movie, even though it was really, even though it really stood out that it never moved. <laughs> It just was always sitting in one place in every every scene. And then they can misplace it. <laughs> they just kind of misplace the hyena because they can't have it in the climax. And they just shows up later like, all right. Yeah, he was just here to be, be the hyena from the comics for a second. Hey, Kiki. I was going to say, should we talk about spoilers? But is there really any... Like, I think we already... Kind of, I mean... We might have already dipped into spoilers a little too much on some things. But also, I don't know if there's anything like explicitly spoilery I want to go after. So no. I don't know if there's a reason to declare spoilers. No, no there's not really any spoilers. Uh, sorry if we, sorry if we spoiled. I'm not sure how much you spoil. Like it's, what? I don't know. It's a superhero movie. Quinn, Margot, Margot Robbie's fun. Harley Quinn betrayed them in the end, but I didn't specify eh, by in what way. No. At all. And it's not a in big deal. End. It's not a big deal. It's more no. just fun. It wasn't. Yeah, that's not. She didn't. She's not talking about like a climax scene or it's anything. It's just cheeky. Yeah. She's being cheeky. Yeah. Yo, you said that you got a breakfast sandwich. It's, it's not a movie. To, he spoiled the yeah. breakfast sandwich scene. It's just not a movie full of surprises. It's just the surprise no. is that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest surprise. But it's uh, it's relatively by the numbers as a film. Uh, it's all it's all fine. I had a, I just had a good time. It's the type of movie I'd want to watch again, which uh, is rare for superhero slash comic book movies. Like even the ones I like, I'm like. Heh. Like I thought I'd watch. Like even when they came by, I thought I'd, I thought I would watch Winter Soldier again because it was like, wow, the second Captain America movie really fucking like rewrote the rules of how good a Marvel movie could be, and then I never watched it again. <laughs> I've literally only rewatched the Mar- the uh, Guardians movies. And, yeah, as I said, no I think those the only Marvel ones movie. I've rewatched too. So like, I'll rewatch Guardians. I'll rewatch probably Harley Quinn, and basically none, nothing else from the DC Marvel experience so far has been like really worth revisiting it's been like that was fun in the way like a roller coaster ride is i guess and now i'm off the ride <laughs> the end <laughs> well i think it's it's like a lot of these movies oh okay like like when, when we were when we were sitting through the trailers they showed like our movie theater <laughs> my dog just hit her head on the table sorry it everyone. showed wonder woman 1984 which there are wh- why do things keep coming out that are called 1984 specifically but none of them have to do with 1984 that's not what i was going to talk about at all oh. but but are you thinking of 007? No, something I'm talking about Goodfellas. Oh, that note, yeah. Our, our mo- <laughs> my dog just- <laughs> Sorry, my dog just burped. I wonder if that was God, audible. So unprofessional. Just walk up to the microphone and gurgle at us. She's the worst. If She's you heard weird slap, worst, if you heard weird wet slapping noises earlier, world. that was just her weird like just frog lick. tongue. That's like yeah. she violent. She licks out so violently so that she slaps her own face, so and sorry. she just like she audibly slaps her own face with her tongue. I'm sorry, every everyone. Time. 
Kiki stupid. Yeah. Um, no, all I was going to say, all I was going to try to say is that we they, they showed a clip from Goodfellas and I was thinking, oh yeah. So there are a lot of movies that are really good yeah. and, and I'll say, oh yeah, that was a good movie, mm-hmm. but you can't watch them. Like they don't have a lot of rewatchability. Like, mm-hmm. like for example, I was thinking Schindler's List is a fantastic film, but I cannot sit down and watch the entirety of Schindler's List on a regular basis. Hmm. That would make my life terrible not only is it a three-hour movie but it's amazingly um, it takes an emotional toll on you right? yeah watching something like goodfellas goodfellas like you know what that's one of those movies that's a good movie but it's a really fun movie uh, it's a really fun movie to watch you mm-hmm. can you can put that on like anytime and i'm like oh yeah goodfellas is, that's fucking great that's movie. like the that's like the wavelength that like tarantino movies exist on for me is that i can just rewatch them oh yeah like, they're a specific yeah. blend of like fun and also everything else you kind of want from a movie. Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, yeah. those kinds of movies. This movie was like, like I said, it's not like going to change the world and it's not going to be the best movie you've ever seen. But uh, I really, as a fun little romp, it was uh, exciting. It was visually very interesting. As a, as a, as a girl, I did get kind of like, yeah, <laughs> girl, <woo-hoo. laughs> girls beating up guys. I could, it's cute i liked it it's nice it's mm-hmm. good it's good uh margot robbie's amazing i love i love there's her. little nods at that too it's not an overly gendered movie like it's not full of like this no. is about how we're women well, but that, specifically that's what i was gonna say is i wonder if other people would kind of have no. that pretense and thinking it'll be like that because it's uh, not like some that. people like they got that one guy that everyone was dumping on on twitter for like a week like was like look at them like like women aren't allowed to be sexy in a movie made by women. It's like what the fuck do you think these women aren't hot right now? Like what? what what's wrong with wait you? in this movie? Yeah, he <laughs> thought he thought that because he thought that because it was oh like my god the women heart. movie that they were like not allowed to be attractive. And oh it's my like, god! And he thought that that's that's what that was his reaction to seeing like the poster that shows all four of them and it was like a split screen. Was that like see how they like desexed all the women and it's like. Are you I kidding? I don't understand you what kidding? you're saying. I was having a fucking nosebleed, yeah, dude. Like that I was, was going to die. That was a confusing sentiment for somebody to have. They were hotty patatties like, all up in like, this movie. When, but like that's the kind of blindness oh, you okay. can have when you have the agenda of like, it's the girl movie, so I have to hate it. They're the like they're the kind, so like the kind, hot. Like, like the people who are really mad about Captain Marvel, there's a decent chance to be really mad about this one just because they kind of don't have the self-awareness to notice why they're so mad so they're just gonna find reasons like people like I, it's I, this is really hard to explain to you because you weren't online when it was happening so like, well it, there's probably it all a reason passed for right that. past you but like people were really mad laura Dern had purple hair in last jedi because she was like an evil feminazi to them in wait that movie. why yeah that was like that she was the evil feminist character in that movie to them Am I that's, that's, am I an evil feminist? No, character? That, this is the extent to which certain people filter through am these I films. An evil feminist? It's like they aggressively want to hate things, and they have, and because they're so down the rabbit hole of like the discourse online about being mad about these specific things, they like laser focus on details like that. That like for most people, they literally that detail passes right by because they're like, I don't even know why you're fixating on that. But it's like, ah, evil woman in power with purple hair. Ah, I'm very mad right now. And it's like, I, it's like those people are the kind of person that like that guy that's like weirdly mad that like a bunch of people like are, I don't even know. It literally, all I can think of is that it's just that they're they're not wearing like, like basically just swimsuits. Like they're not just in a, like a bikini. Like, I, which I, admittedly, some comic characters basically are. I'm not going to go into it it's, it's exactly because it's because it, that could be a whole 
It's a it lot can take a unpack. lot of time, but it, I feel like as as a woman, you really can't win. You can't no, win you if can't. if you go unsexy, then you're doing it on purpose. And then if you go sexy, then you, like men just will never respect you, and that's mm-hmm. your fault. So you, what the fuck? I don't know what they fucking want. There's like two specific nods. One is Black Canary's intro is her singing "Man's World," which ends on the woman about like which which ends on the line about women because that's the song. Uh, and that's specifically fixated on because like they keep cutting it random, but they focus on her specifically and pan back through a silhouette while she's saying that line. And the only other thing that that stands out is like a reference to even that this is like the the girl movie was a uh, list of reasons why uh, Ewan McGregor is mad at me, and it's like it starts going faster and faster, scrolling through things, and two things that quickly passes through are voted for Bernie and have a vagina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those really, those really quickly fly through, what, and it keeps going faster and faster until you can't read it anymore because there's so many things are popping up, which that'll be a fun screen. Yeah, reason Ewan McGregor's mad at me. Ching, ching, that'll ching, be, has yeah. a vagina, voted for Bernie. Ching, yeah. ching, 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 ching. That'll be a reason to get the Blu-rays, just to keep pausing it to see what all the other things are that it says when it starts going too fast. That was really, start, I liked that. Start going frame by frame. Uh, yeah, so I, I I'm sure there are a lot of people who are mad at me for having a vagina too. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is. I think this is the most fun I've had watching a DC movie. Um, like the competitors, Joker, but I was conflicted when I watched Joker. Oh yeah. We'll probably do a more in-depth discussion at some point when we like rewatch that eventually. Because we both like liked it, but we I have mixed feelings. There's so many, yeah. Because it's so well shot and acted, but it has like so many plot issues Joaquin and weird Phoenix. problems that it's like I don't. Yeah, mm. it's got some mess. It's got some problems with message, but yeah, and and conveyance. Of, not we were, the message we itself, but the conveyance of message. Yeah, we're talking about doing a double feature where we watch. Uh, Joker and Taxi Driver. Yeah, my su- my suggestion, because he's never seen yeah. Taxi Driver, is that I think Taxi Driver is a better version of what Joker is trying to be. But Which apparently is a reoccurring point. Is it? Yeah. <gasps> I came up with it all by myself. Because <laughs> I, I made my brother watch it. I said, it's a better point of reference my, for, than me, because I didn't see Taxi Driver, I so my, I was like, I this, is my like, I was like this is a worse Doctor Horrible. <laughs> that was my point of reference. <laughs> so I showed you Doctor Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> which is fun but also uh it's at least a less conflicted message than joker dr horrible no i just because it's less incoherent i i yeah yeah definitely less incoherent not gonna, for not, sure. not gonna blow any minds it's a 40 minute musical but uh yeah like dr horrible at least has a coherent like direction to how it views its protagonist and their downfall and everything, as opposed to Joker, which has no idea what to think about its own character. And we'll get into that at some point. Yeah, this been, this is a video about 12 movies. Every <laughs> but movie. Some of, but sometimes every we talk movie, about Harley Quinn. Every movie review we make is a review about 12 movies. Yeah, that's what we do. It's just a podcast. You guys centered have around seen, one point of, focus, of stress. I've seen too many movies. I, I watch like two oh, movies a week. I, I've been alive for 26 years. Yeah. So I got a list. 
because we uh we went through we were we were recording two games at once and then sometimes three games at once and we were going through the christmas holiday season so we just kept watching movies and never had a chance to talk about any of them so it's just like writing them down because maybe we'll get to some of these <laughs> our, our next video might be like a uh like a rapid fire burn through of just like talking for like five ten minutes about each one because there's just too many on this but we have like Ugh, marriage story, red line, flea bag, don't breathe, it follows, mask of the phantasm, knives out, the ritual, snow piercer, once upon a time in Hollywood's child's play, the end of the fucking world and sex education. <laughs> yeah, some of those are shows. Oh yeah, I need to add Bojack Horseman and Tuca and Brie to this. Oh, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> We've watched a lot of things. But this is just stuff we've both seen. A lot of it together, but a lot of it just separately, but we've both seen... We'll have to talk about Fleabag at some point. And it's just, stuff, it's just, just stuff we've seen recently. Yeah. It's not even stuff we've both seen. No. It's just stuff we both kind of have seen recently. Basically, since we started kind of doing a couple videos like this, and then we're like, oh, I should write them down as we go. And then it's like, we just don't have fucking time to record these. It's Christmas is happening, and we're recording Death Stranding and Pokemon. Like, it's just a mess. But pff, it all started when uh, we went and saw Knives Out. Like, oh, wait, we're going to talk about this. This is this is great. We should talk about this. And then, like the moment we got home, other plans came up, and we just had to go do that. And then, oh like, yeah! Just, like this is everything's too chaotic. And then the list just kept growing. Do do to do. Anyway, have you guys enjoyed well, our weird, yeah. all over the place podcast where we also can't stay in the frame because this this webcam's not wide angle. Enough? I hope you guys don't mind listening to us uh, talk about movies because I really like talking about movies. And, and like I said before, I hope we didn't spoil the movie too much. Uh, yeah. But also, I said we both liked it at the beginning, and I don't know how you expected like a fifty minute not spoiler filled review. So you really should have thought about that. <laughs> Before you watch like an hour long video where at the beginning we said we liked it. You probably should have stopped then if you just wanted a review. Like I said, like I said last time. Oh my god. Like I said last time, Keith and I would just talk like this about the movie anyway. So all yeah. we're doing is just recording it. So hopefully mm-hmm. you guys actually like listening to us talk. Because sorry if you don't. We said fifteen minutes of your time. I mean that's their fault. <laughs> I mean, if you if if you go through the whole thing, you're like, that was a huge waste of time. You're like, you had so many chances to bet to realize that before you got to the end. <laughs> got you. Got I think you. there was one person like that about Skywalker about the three hours, and it's like, why did you keep watching then? Just I, stop. <laughs> you could have stopped. Like I watched the seven hour review of Death Stranding, but like I thought you were crazy for that. But like, well, I didn't seven watch it, hours. not in one sitting. It was it took seven me a, it took hours, me a week. <laughs> it was just like pausing and playing, and, the, and then I'd go back to like working or whatever. It's like when I was multitasking, but like I knew in the first half an hour that I liked it. <laughs> I didn't like keep watching it for seven hours and be at the end like, God, why did I do this? Why'd you make this? I'm so mad that eh. I don't know. People are weird. I, when you do a when you do let's plays, you start getting used to the phenomenon of people like hate watching an entire series for sometimes like seventy episodes, and they just keep going and complaining the whole time. And you're like, I don't. I, you're either like either you secretly like this, but you can only express negative feelings towards me for some reason, or yeah, Keith, you actually you. hate this, and for some reason won't just make like the emotionally healthy choice to the point where I'm like, should I ban you for your own sake? <laughs> Like, so you'll go away and make better choices for the rest of your media consumption? Because well, you won't go away. Well, like people, 
You do that with TV shows all the time, though, where they're like, oh, I gotta keep watching because I started it. I'm like, no, you don't. You just stop. Like, I do that all the time with TV shows. It's uh, like, oh, I don't like this. I'm gonna stop now. I just stop. I'm like, no, but I have to keep watching it because I started it. I'm like, no, it's eight seasons now. You could stop. <laughs> stop now. Sometimes there's like a... Sometimes you start enjoy. I think, I think secretly people enjoy it for different reasons, eventually. It's, like it's, sometimes it's, it's, you, a, it's sometimes like a habitual enjoyment because you have a routine. Yeah, or even like an element of like almost like the morbid curiosity about it. Um, I watched like all of Degrassi <laughs> for yeah. that exact reason. Like I, like I just Don't th- hate me, internet. I, 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 I hate love Degrassi so much. Like I, I just think about like <laughs> season one of Walking Dead Fucking was so good. Jimmy. And then the show got so bad. And then it got so good again. And now it's been so bad again for like three seasons. And it's just been like a roller coaster ride of like, what is this? But also like, un- like Walking Dead is a comic. Can they can just write whatever forever? Which I have it over there. That nightmare fucking. It's like this entire. It's like as wide as my entire fucking hand of just pages is all of the Walking Dead from front to back. Uh, as a comic, it's just like a writer and an artist can just make the whole thing. And it's fine. But in the show, you have real life people that have to have real lives and they have to like they live in different countries and they have to travel to make the show and they get into different parts of their life. Or like, I want to I want to have time with my family and I want to I want to start a family. I want to raise my kids. Like you have these characters that are supposed to have these actors that are supposed to play characters for 10 years. But then or even more than 10 years, because Walking Dead's like 10 seasons long. It's not like Doctor Who where they just switch everyone out every three years. So like. What do you do? What do you deal with when, like, say, the lead actor of your entire show wants to go go home and like spend time with their kids? And you're like, "But you're the lead actor of the most successful show on AMC. What are we gonna do?" So, like, I'm basically just watching Walking Dead out of curiosity of like just watching this bizarre wreck of characters just vanish from it from season to season that aren't supposed to go away, and other characters be- like become chimeras of all the characters that have fallen along the way. Like, there's specifically one character named Carol that's a nothing character in the comic. And I'm just watching her be this homunculus that absorbs all the character traits of other fallen women in the show. <laughs> because she she's like a nothing character that's gone immediately in the comic. But she's become like the main character of the show. Because all of the other female characters keep leaving. <laughs> and so she's all of their character traits into one. It's like a it's like watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood versus Original. And you're like... How how are they, what are they gonna do like 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 the the they like when they ran, made the original show they had the concept of the seven deadly sins but they didn't know who they were gonna be so they had to reinterpret what they might be so like uh one of them might be like a ghost of their mother or this one might be like like that kind of stuff that's what it's like watching the show adaptation of the comic we're like they just got to come up with something I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do and part of that's just the spectacle better than actually whether any of it's good <laughs> is that right I don't know. We gotta wrap this up. It's late. How you doing? Everyone everyone have a nice time. Hello See everyone. See you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to us talk for so long. <laughs> we really do recommend uh this movie, whatever yeah. it's gonna be called. And thanks for sitting Birds through of Prey, my thirtieth my thirtieth walking dead rant. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living with this thing for too long. You're welcome, Keith. <laughs> I've also heard it thirty ish. Just kidding. I love you. No, <laughs> I've, no, it's, uh, no, I've told, no, it's always, it's usually different people that hear it, but a lot of people have heard my walking dead rants. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. It's okay. I can't, I can't look away from the stupid crash. 
I stay looking at Kiki, and me, she reacts in kind and almost slams her head. You hear me rant how much I right my dumb dog thing. is dumb. Yay. So. Hey. I would okay. How you doing? Okay, but good night, everybody. Yep. Good night, everybody. Thank it's, you for it listening to us talk. It is very late. I have work. <sighs> so. Good night, everybody. Good night. Adios. Oh, fall out of frame. <laughs>